2: This October, Overwatch 2 arrives. I'm going to give you a rundown on what to expect from the new free-to-play team-based shooter game. There are a ton of epic heroes to play, each with their own unique abilities, personalities, and roles. Charge into battle as a guerrilla scientist, take aim as a cybernetic super soldier, or heal up your team as a rollerblading DJ. No matter what mode you play, work together to get that dub. Overwatch 2, free to play October 4th. drop that damn puck it's the ice (laughs) guys nhl hockey betting show tuesday october the 12th and we are fired up for another nhl season 2021 2022 edition ian cameron alex b smith jimmy murphy uh, with you the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network it is great to be with you for another nhl season we have a special opening night doubleheader on tap this evening we welcome back the nhl to espn tonight as well which will be uh fascinating great to hear the old theme song it'll be great to hear that again uh, as well uh tonight for the uh, two games Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Vegas. I hope this is not an omen for the beginning of this ESPN national TV relationship with the NHL, that one game, three-star players are out. Crosby, Malkin, and Gensel for Pittsburgh, taking some luster out of that game. And you got the other game, Seattle, Vegas, and one team's ravaged by COVID right now. So <laughs> welcome to the NHL ESPN yeah. uh, for your brand new contract. So, uh, but still, these are be fascinating games, regardless of the situation, uh, regardless of the circumstances. So Uh, Very fascinating to see how they turn out. Let's get into it. We will start with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. This line opened as low as minus 140 uh, several weeks ago. And now we're seeing uh, minus 200, more than that in a lot of spots, uh, north of minus 200 now across the board in most places. Uh, The total, which opened six, has been steadily bet down to five and a half uh, in this game. Uh, There's a couple of things I've done with this game. There's all small bets tonight. I don't feel strongly about anything on either of the two games on the card tonight. But when I look at this game in particular with Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay, we know there's no Sidney Crosby, no Evgeny Malkin, no Jake Gensel this year. It takes away a bunch of firepower uh, from uh, the top six forward group. And Mike Sullivan, if you read anything he's said in, to the media in the last couple of days getting ready for this game, it's, we got to win games with tight team play defensively. We got to be really, really stringy was the word he used. Was, we got to play a stringy type of game, which means, yeah, exactly, you got to be conservative. You can't be really looking to make odd man rushes, pinch at the blue line. You got to think of taking care of your own end first. That's basically the mantra because he knows if they open things up too much against a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're going to make you look silly. So I think it's going to be a pretty much a defensive type of mindset until they get some of their artillery back. And you're going to have to ask for Brian Rust. Jeff Carter to continue that torrid streak he had in the regular season and playoffs last year once they got him at the deadline. Hope that continues. Zucker, can he not only stay healthy, but contribute more than he did last year? Kasperi Kapanen's a streaky offensive player. Can he be consistent for you is a big question. So there's lots of question marks with Pittsburgh. Where's the offense going to come from tonight? Tampa Bay, as I worry about them in this game, Tampa Bay, I think long-term, we said this last week uh, a little bit, talking about the uh, Eastern Conference preview, that Tampa Bay may be a team in spots I'm looking to bet against. I don't think tonight's that spot. I have taken Tampa Bay here minus a a half goal, plus 125 uh, in the first period. I think there's a good chance they can get out to an early lead. All they need to do is lead after the first 20 minutes. It's a bet that I made quite a bit last year, those minus a half goal uh, bets in the first period. That makes some sense to me. I lean full game puck line as well. Uh, minus one and a half and I kind of like the under I think this is like four one or something it's got that kind of score in my mind in favor of uh, Tampa Bay uh, tonight in this game because I think Pittsburgh is going to try to keep Tampa Bay in check and I think they'll do a decent job of doing that regular season Jari was good let's not forget that Uh, sub three goals against for him uh, in net. it was really the playoffs against the Islanders where he struggled as you clearly will know if you heard me rant and rave like a lunatic uh, during the playoffs about Jari's play last year. So I think like 4-1, to one, something like that, 3-1 to one in favor of Tampa Bay. I do think the game stays under, and I like a little bit of a split bet here with Tampa first period and full game puck line uh, in this one. Uh, Alex, let's turn to you. Penguins Lightning.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. Obviously, you've got the crowd back in, in full force in Tampa. They're celebrating – Kind of basically, you know, not just one, but two Stanley Cup uh, banners in a sense because they didn't have the full ceremony last, you know, for the the first Cup run, obviously, with, you know, crowds still being at a, a, uh, you know, limited capacity. So it'll be, I think, a bit more emotional than the usual Cup uh, banner ceremony because it's, you know, just the kind of culmination of, wow, things starting to finally feel like normal and, hey, we can celebrate, you know, everything we've accomplished in the last 19 plus months. So I think that's going to even, you know, draw things out a little bit longer. Like I said, there's usually a trend of fading the home team on banner night, but I'm not going to do that, obviously, with the the injuries that uh, have hit now with, with Pittsburgh now, Gensel being out with COVID, that's uh an even bigger hit. So, like I said, Brian Russ is a guy who's going to have to step up. And I think he will be able to. I'm not going to play him in a goal prop, but I like him to get four or more shots on goal. His over under is two and a half, but you'd have to lay a price. If you bet him to get four shots or more, you can get that right now at a couple of books at plus 145. That's the only bet that I have here uh, in this contest. It should be an interesting one to see. You know, like I said, Pittsburgh wants to play more defensive style, but. We can't trust Tristan Jari to just stand on his head, especially going up against a, a goalie like Vasilevsky. So this could be one of those games where if, if Jari's not his A game, and hell, Vasilevsky, of all the minutes he's played, maybe he lets in a soft or two. That total seems like five and a half might be a good spot. It could easily get out of hand and goal.
2: Yeah, that's the thing with the unders. is I'm hoping Jari at least keep and the Penguin defense, which you know I actually like the Penguin defense when they're healthy and other than Matt Matheson they'll miss. He's not going to be ready to play tonight. He's out, but other than that, they got Marino, Pedersen, Latang, Dumoulin, uh, all healthy and good to go. Uh, to begin the year. I kind of like that blue line. We'll see uh, if they can help out Jari tonight. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay, we think of them as the high-flying, high-scoring team for years, but they've kind of reverted now. They don't mind playing those lower, tighter-scoring, checking, tighter-checking games. We saw that in the playoffs. We saw that a bunch during the regular season last year with Tampa Bay uh, as well. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, uh, what do you think here? Pittsburgh, Tampa.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just wish, guys, we could have got Crosby in this game and Malkin, too, and had more yeah. star power here. I feel bad for ESPN with this being the launch. But at the same time, it is what it is, uh, and I'm with you guys. I, you know what? Yeah, I like the under a lot in this, too. Um, sometimes you see teams can tend to come out tentative or a little, uh, a little dazed after a big pregame celebration. Uh, that can slow things down at the beginning there. So uh, I like the under in this, too. That's going to be my only play.
2: All right. Liking the under. And again, there's still a couple sixes, six, five and halfs, depending on uh, which book you're looking at. So uh, make sure you uh, shop around and try to find uh, the sixes if you like the uh, under uh, with Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. By the way, your ESPN broadcasting crew tonight, it's Sean McDonough play by play. Ray Ferraro, analyst for this Pittsburgh Tampa Bay game. Emily Kaplan is your ringside reporter. And she does a good job. She, I think she's going to be the number one, like reporter or rink, you know, sideline reporter in this case, rinkside reporter. She'll be with the number one crew, Sean and Ray throughout the year. And your studio crew for the first game for ESPN, the Pittsburgh Tampa game is Steve Levy, Mark Messier, Chris Chelios, and Barry Melrose. So they're going with the, uh, the older generation, uh, to begin there, all the guys that played and coached in the nineties, pretty much, uh, in the uh, national hockey league. So that's your, uh, ESPN lineup, I guess you could say, for the Penguins-Lightning game. Uh, Next up, Seattle and Vegas. We've got Vegas, uh, minus 245 to minus 260 uh, home favorites here in this game, five-and-a-half shaded to the under. I mean, this game has been all over the map. Of course, we found out that Dave Haxtall's team and his first uh, game here, head coach of the Seattle Kraken squad, first-ever game for the Seattle Kraken. I certainly had my eyes on the very least on Seattle, plus a a goal-and-a-half here at close to even money, minus 110, minus 115. Now I'm pivoting a little bit more toward yet another under uh, in this game uh, with what I'm seeing because when you look at Seattle going into this game, Yanni Gord, Jared McCann, Cali Yarncroke, Jonas Donskoy, uh, all out, all in COVID-19 protocols and or injuries, but most of them in COVID protocol, had just announced the last uh, 24 hours or so. I mean, that's a lot of whatever. And look, this team up front in the forward group, you guys, I mean, it just wasn't a team that was going to light up the scoreboard routinely on paper when these guys were on the ice. And now you're taking out the likes of Donskoy and Yarn and Jared McCann, who had a very good offensive year for the Penguins last year. And Yanni Gord as well who was, of course, part of that incredibly effective trio on that third line with Tampa last year, Goudreau and Blake Coleman. You know, you're not going to have any of those guys tonight. Where is the offense for Seattle now in this lineup tonight? Uh, You're going to have to really hope, you know, Alex Wenberg is a top line center. That's where we're at. Alex, and I like Alex Wenberg is that he's turned his game around a little bit. He really didn't play well with a lot of expectations early in his days in Columbus. And, you know, he's worked and he's improved. He's not ready for first line center, though. Come on. There's just no way, no how. But he's in this spot because of what's happened. They've been ravaged and decimated by this COVID situation with the forward group uh, for Seattle going into this game. So you've got Wenberg now centering Eberly and Schwartz. Then you got Marcus Johansson, who sometimes can go on a run, scoring and producing and scoring goals, putting points on the board, and then can be invisible. You know, for eight or nine games in a row, he's with Geeky Morgan Geeky and Brandon Tanev. Uh, Riley Shea and on the third line with Ryan Donato and Mason Appleton, that'll be a hard working line, but you know, will it be a line that scores routinely? I'm not so sure. And then you've got Alex bear Boulay, uh, Alex true and Cole Lind on the fourth line. That is a thin forward group. That's all there is to say. There's nothing mu- much you can say other than that about this Seattle team. I mean, that's as thin as it gets. They do have a good blue line, though. I say that. And Alexiak's another one of those guys that's not going to play. He's the one defenseman that was impacted by the COVID-19 issues with Seattle. But you're still going to have Adam Larson. They just named Mark Giordano the captain, which I think is a good move because he knows what it takes to be a captain of a team all those years with Calgary, Hayden Fleury, Vince Dunn, Jeremy Lozon. Looks like that's going to be your sixth defenseman, Carson Soucy. Uh, That's still a pretty solid blue line. And I like the way Ron Francis constructed this team strong on the back end, good goaltending with the uh, duo of Philip Grubauer and Chris Drieger. I think this is just a dead nuts under to me all the way. I mean, it's not a bargain. It's five and a half. It's shaded to the under Vegas wants to get back to, you know, good defense score when you have to. And to be honest, they might be uh, an offense that only scores when they have to. We saw in the playoffs, especially against Montreal, we didn't get much from Stone, Pacioretty, and Stevenson, and even Marcia So and Carlson and Smith were held down. And when you hold those guys down, you don't get anything from the third and the fourth line. I'm sorry. Nolan Patrick's got to show it to me You know that he's going to all of a sudden discover it here after being disappointing and injuries in Philly. Uh, Dodonov had a bad year in Ottawa. He's got to try to bounce back this year. Uh, you know, you've got guys on the fourth line that I certainly don't think are big offensive dynamos, Peyton Krebs, Patrick, and Dodonov on the third line. So if you don't get it from patch Reddy, stone, Stevenson, Marsha. So Carlson Smith, that, that group of six, they're going to have tough time scoring goals. And I think Seattle can help hold them in check with that blue line they've constructed. So, uh, I was going to look Seattle plus a goal and a half on the puck line too, but all these absences have concerned me with that. I probably just stick to under five and a half now. Uh, in this game Seattle Vegas we talked about Seattle unders in the preview shows they'd be a team involved in a lot of lower scoring games why not try to put that to the test right here in game one uh, of their franchise existence alex what do you think here Kraken Knights
0: yeah we talked about with both of these teams how they're going to be more defensive-minded uh you know low trending towards low scoring teams but the fact that you look at the guys that are out for Seattle you mentioned McCann being a, a big offensive player uh, Gord obviously a big offensive guy, but Yarncroke, a great two-way player as well. So that hurts on the on the back end. You know, losing a defenseman as well. You know, uh, on the back end. So I think the 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 you know framework of Seattle is shaking just a little bit. And keep in mind it's going to be a raucous crowd at T-Mobile Arena, uh, and that's something we got to keep in mind with a lot of a lot of these venues that are backed to completely full capacity. And You know, the fact that Vegas was the new kid on the block four or five years ago, and now everybody's talking about Seattle. They're talking about the jerseys, the arena, everything Seattle cracking. You know, I'm sure they're kind of a little bit annoyed, like, hey, you know, that was us once. You know, we can't let them do what we did and shock the world and, 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 you know, make a a name and a statement. I think Vegas is going to try and make a statement out of Seattle with Seattle tonight at home. Uh, I like this team total for Vegas over three and a half. I got it plus plus one oh five yesterday when the news came out, you can still grade it around even money or even laying a dollar five. Uh, I think they're going to be amped up. And I think, like I said, it might throw Seattle off to the point of they're going to try to, you know, keep pace with Vegas. It's not going to work out at all. Because even though, like you said, Vegas is a little bit thinner on those uh, third and fourth lines, they still have a ton of speed and skill in the top six range. Where they can take over a game if need be, and if things go back and forth, Seattle just won't be able to hold that firepower. Even with Grubauer, I mean, you know, you put enough shots on him. We saw it at times in Colorado. Enough shots get on him, they can go through him. Uh, so we, I think we're going to see Vegas win this game, and like I said, try to make a statement. Especially this is a division rivalry as well. Now, uh, this is a good statement, and you know, being on ESPN, everything that that you know adds up to this feels like Vegas is going to take control of the situation. So I like them over three and a half of the team total.
2: Yeah, it's uh, over three and a half team total for uh, Alex with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. And yeah, for me, Seattle, it's going to be, you got to obviously play solid defense. And if you do, you know, you got a guy in Grubauer that's a, an excellent goalie. And I've, you know, I took him to win the Vesna 12 to one. I, I like that bet because I think he's going to be a big proponent of any success Seattle has this year, him being good in net. Uh, and you're right. I mean, this offense is going to have to show it what they can deliver, especially with the absences And like I said, Wenberg, you know, nice bounce back year with Florida last year after things didn't go well in Columbus, 17 goals, 29 points in uh, 56 games for him last year was a nice year. But now you're asking him to be a number one center. And never in a million years has he even been close to that kind of player, that caliber of player. So it's a big, big ask for him tonight. But of course, you know, your hands are tied if you're Dave Axtall. With the guys you've got out of the lineup, you got to put someone in that number one center spot. Obviously, someone that ain't ready for it probably right now. And you just got to hope for the best with it. That's where you're at right now. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Seattle, Vegas.
1: Yeah, I I think there's going to be another under as well, guys. Uh, I think Leonard's going to come out there really do well for the Vegas Golden Knights this year. I, I like him to have a big season. And Grubauer's got to be the man for them. And, like, you know, you were talking about Pittsburgh, how they they have to tighten up right now. Well, we knew Seattle was going to tighten up anyways, but now with all those guys hurt, uh, they're going to just really play, you know, tight, tight, constructed hockey. They're going to want to have a lot of structure down in their own zone and, and, and really just be careful, you know, bringing that puck out. They're not going to take a lot of risk uh, trying to go for that Hail Mary pass. So I like the under in this one as
2: well. All right, like an under five and a half uh, as well. So, you know, unfortunately, these two games, they both got these little nagging issues, right? Pittsburgh's got, you know, arguably their three best forwards out, right? Crosby, Malk, and Gensel. Uh, Seattle's got key cogs out now with the uh, COVID-19 issues, So it's chipped away a little bit at the, uh, just the overall shine of this ESPN return tonight with this doubleheader. But I'm still looking forward to them. They're going to be uh, interesting games. Uh, by the way, this game, you're going to have John Buchagross play-by-play uh, alongside Brian Boucher for this Seattle Vegas game. And your studio is actually a different crew for, in the studio for this game. I don't know why they're doing this, but I thought they'd keep the whole same studio people for the full night, but they're going to go with Linda Cohn and Ken, Kevin Weeks for uh, this game. So that's what we're looking at uh, ESPN back uh, broadcasting NHL hockey. It'll be fascinating to see what kind of presentation uh, they put together. For me, guys, this is just like we're going to get to best bets uh, in just a second. And, of course, we'll mention, of course, DraftKings as well. Uh, Make sure you download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. There's daily specials with NHL betting in particular that you can get involved with uh, at DraftKings. Of course, football season is still ongoing. We've got basketball. You name it. Uh, NBA starting next uh, week, college basketball next month. I mean, there's no better time than right now. Get involved with DraftKings Sportsbook. It gives you incredible uh, opportunities. Like if you look at hockey, for example, just the options you get, uh, especially for, you know, props on a nightly basis, player props, uh, you get definitely a lot to uh, choose from. Uh, For instance, you look at Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay tonight, for example, uh, you can go and see there's player props for these games, anytime goal score, which is available at uh, DraftKings and among uh, so many other different types of uh, player prop bets you can look at. Uh, There's definitely special, uh, you know, those boost bets you can make as well. Uh, you could do a special type of bet, like you can do a combo money line and on total bet, like you could bet Tampa and over five and a half. You could bet Tampa and under five and a half, like result of the game and the total. Great stuff. I mean, DraftKings has it all. Uh, make sure you sign up for an account there. Use the promo code THPN. And again, you'll get incentives, uh, bet boost, deposit bonuses, incentive specials, you name it. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, and use the promo code THPN. Uh, All right, so it's best bet time for this show, our first show. We'll have a much longer show tomorrow because it's going to be a bigger card on Wednesday. Uh, Not huge card, but five games compared to just two. And I'll tell you right now, this is, for me, a dip-your-toe-in-the-water kind of night for me when it comes to this uh, from a betting standpoint. This is not a we're peppering the board. No big bets, no bet, no huge top plays or anything like that. I don't love the two games tonight. Tomorrow, I'll tell you right now, I like the card a whole lot more. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'm going to have some really good opinions on the uh, Wednesday uh, NHL card uh, coming your way tomorrow. Uh, but we got to give you a best bet. It's our staple here at the Ice Guys to give you one at the end of the show. So we'll start with Alex. Uh, what do you like here for best bet tonight?
0: Yeah, that Vegas team total. Uh, like I said, over three and a half. You can still find it at even money. or Orlando dollar five uh so shop around for that but i think this is going to be a good spot for vegas like i said the, the atmosphere of it all i think they'll be able to kind of uh take that energy with them and, and, and you know lay it on to the seattle team that's a bit shorthanded tonight. all
2: right there you go vegas golden knights team total over three and a half best bet for alex b smith jimmy murphy what do you got for best bet
1: yeah guys i'm gonna go with that under in the uh in the penguins lightning game i like that as i think vasileski maybe even gets a shout out tonight
2: all right. There we go. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay under six uh, best bet for Jimmy Murphy. Mine's going to be that Tampa first period puck line. I mean, uh, I think one, nothing is what I see after the first, I think Tampa will get on the board. They'll have some great energy coming out of the gate. Uh, first home game, a uh, hang in the banner there uh, in front of obviously, you know, a full group of fans, which again, they didn't have at the beginning of last year. And certainly they can take advantage of a shorthanded Pittsburgh team, get a lead in the first period, which is all that it needs to be done uh, in order to cash that ticket. So, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning minus a half goal plus 125 first period puck line for me. Uh, that'll be my best bet for this opening night double-header as we welcome back and it feels good to say that. We welcome back the NHL and then we got TNT uh, joining the fold tomorrow night for their first double-header of the year uh, including that eagerly anticipated rangers capitals game of course after everything that went down last year so looking forward to tomorrow and we will be back with you tomorrow we will be back at our regular weekday time tomorrow two uh, o'clock p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific uh, make sure you join us tomorrow on wednesday for the next edition of the ice guys we thank everybody for joining us tuning in live downloading the podcast a reminder If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. Any major podcast platform has... The ice guys podcast so make sure you download and listen to it if you can't watch the show live for alex b smith and for jimmy murphy i'm ian cameron have a great tuesday night enjoy the opening night doubleheader and we will see you again tomorrow on wednesday for another edition of the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network